Okay, so the word that I have for you today is about forgiveness and just the importance thereof. Uh, I was just reminded tonight, like, uh, forgiveness brings life. The word of forgiveness gives life. And um, something we need to know about God's forgiveness is that He's not still deciding if He wants to forgive us. Um, Jesus... Like the blood of Jesus is the forgiveness of God. And so um, we need to receive what he has freely given on the cross. So when Jesus died on the cross, he paid for our sins uh, and he forgave us. So forgiveness isn't just a decision that God makes now if we say sorry and and then he says, okay, I forgive you, and maybe he will, maybe he won't. That's not the way God operates with us in the New Testament. Okay, so, so after the cross, when we come to God for forgiveness, uh, first of all, we need to get born again. So if we receive the word of God in our hearts, um, the, the eternal spirit word of God enters us. And we get born from the word. So we are born again. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us. And our old nature is stripped off from us. And we receive an entire new nature. Okay, so this um, forgiveness is... That's, that's forgiveness. It's God imputing righteousness to us. God wiping away our sins. God making us right before him. And, um, and so that is the power of the gospel, is that we stand before God just as if we never sinned, okay? Now, um, I don't know about you, but that might not yet be your full experience, okay? So uh, Jesus cleansed you from all sin. So your spirit man before God is completely clean, pure, and holy. But now there is a progressive salvation that happens to our souls and our bodies. So our spirit man is saved. And now that salvation is sort of applying to our spirits, uh, to our souls and our bodies. So for example, that's why we minister healing. Um, that ministration of healing, okay, when we minister healing, um, salvation comes to the body. And when we minister the spirit of God, um, his spirit touches our soul and, and peace and love and joy. The fruit of the spirit is salvation in our souls. Okay, so that salvation is progressive. And the way that salvation hits us is through the revelation of righteousness and the re revelation of the forgiveness of sins. Okay, so and that, that revelation comes by the word of the spirit. It is the words that the Spirit speaks to our heart that are spirit and they are life. Okay, so the words of Jesus are spirit and they are life. Now, if we look at James 1 verse 21, it says, So get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contain the contains the power to save your soul. 
So the word, the, um, the words that Jesus speaks, but it actually says here, um, the word is in capital letter, I'm reading the Amplified. So the word that Jesus speaks imparts him to us, <laughs> okay? So um, Jesus is the bread of life, but when he speaks to us, he's, you know, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so it compares the words of Jesus to bread, the, the substance of life. And so uh, when Jesus speaks, he imparts himself to us. And so he, he, his words carry the very, the very nature of God. And so when we receive God's word, that ministers to us. Okay, so, um, so and the, a big part, a very big part of what God is going to minister to you is just simply the fact that you are forgiven and that you are loved. Uh, because that is the one thing we need to believe. Because when we have this revelation that we are forgiven, um, condemnation is removed, shame is removed, guilt is removed, and suddenly we have boldness to have access and fellowship with the Father. And so forgiveness is so powerful because it just brings a release to us. So if we look at, let's go to 1 Corinthians 1. This is Paul writing. And uh, let me just find the scripture here. In verse 23, it says, We preach Christ, the Messiah crucified, preaching which to the Jews is a scandal and an offensive stumbling block, um, and to the Gentiles it is absurd and utterly unphilosophical nonsense. So it's not a word that speaks to your mind. It's a word that speaks to your heart. Okay, <laughs> it is supernatural. So to someone who doesn't receive the word or have understanding in the word, it seems like unphilosophical nonsense. But when you experience the power of the word and you get born again, suddenly it becomes alive to you. You receive and you, you receive life because of it. Okay, so it says the cross. Okay, so uh, we preach Christ crucified. So that's what Paul preached. Jesus Christ and him crucified. So that is the gospel. And that is what will bring faith to you, is the revelation of what Jesus did for you on the cross. Okay, so um, I guess it's chapter 2, actually, what I wanted to read. He says, uh, verse 2, it says, For I resolved to know nothing, be to be acquainted with nothing, to make a display of the knowledge of nothing, and to be conscious of nothing, among you except Jesus Christ the Messiah and him crucified um, so that is Paul's heart he says I want to know nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified um, so so we want yeah we want to know Jesus and we want to have fellowship with Jesus in that fellowship is where, where our soul and our body experiences salvation. And what restores fellowship? The blood, the forgiveness, the cross. So when we speak about communion, um, it is communion with the body of Jesus, the blood of Jesus that was shed, and receiving the salvation. 
receiving the life that comes because of the forgiveness. Okay, so the power of the gospel. Um, you know, at some point Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation for them that believe. So um, the gospel is power. The, the very word of the cross, the very word of what Jesus did for us, releases power. Um, so there is so much life in the words of Jesus. So I want to declare over you today that your sins are forgiven. And uh, I mean, let's go to Isaiah 53. This, this so clearly just affirms this, this truth of a divine exchange happening. Uh, Isaiah 53 is like a, a, just a, an amazing prophecy of what Jesus would come and do on the cross. So it says here, he was um, despised and rejected and forsaken by men, a man of sorrows and pains and acquainted with grief and sickness. And like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we did not appreciate his worth or have any esteem for him. Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows, pains, and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God. Okay, so he bore our griefs, all our sicknesses, all our weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Okay, so he carried our sorrows so that we can be filled with joy. He was wounded for our transgressions, okay, so that we wouldn't need to be. Okay, so um, stop punishing yourself. You are forgiven if you believe in Jesus. Um, so, so you accusing yourself is not causing God to be more pleased with you. Um, you cannot make up for your sin. The blood of Jesus is what makes up for your sin. And when you receive that blood, it sets you free. And so just realize this, like you can't work back into God's book, good books. Um, sometimes it feels like that just because of how long it takes for us to then start believing that we're forgiven uh, and, and associating with our near identity. But it shouldn't even. Um, the blood of Jesus, the more we associate with our new identity in Christ, the more we just live non, not sin conscious. We live in freedom. We we do not yield our body to, bodies to sin because in the forgiveness we see the beauty of the Lord and we're surrendered to beauty. We're surrendered to love. And, and the forgiveness removes the desire for sin. It removes the veil of the law and gives us life. So I just want to pray for you right now. Um, Lord Jesus, I pray, God, that you remove the veil of the law from the, um, the mind and the hearts of whoever is listening. Father, I pray for your forgiveness to flow, Lord. I pray that you open eyes to see, open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear, Lord. I pray that the revelation of righteousness will hit every heart. Father, I pray that there will be a revelation of our new identity in Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Lastly, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, I just want to give you the opportunity. Um, just say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive all of my sins. Wash me clean with your blood. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. 
baptize me with the Holy Spirit and with love. Give me eternal life. Make me to be born again. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I, I hope this blessed you. Uh, I just pray that, that you will hear God's voice clearly and that you will experience the love of God in a deep way. May you be blessed and have an amazing day.